another console. I probably will buy more old consoles. I have a Raspberry Pi. I don't need more old consoles. That killed that t- desire of to go get go collect for that real quick. The uh, adding to the Nintendo collection is becoming a priority at some point soon too because I really like my figure itch is almost gone. Yeah, I, that's why I started collecting Godzilla because my they stopped doing the retros. Yeah, the retro, they're making, so there's new retro style ones coming out for, like, there's a Nick Aldis one. Yeah, those aren't official. I don't care that they're official. I'll probably get those, but there's going to be so few and far between, and my guess is they're going to kind of suck. And they're expensive, too, right? Um, yeah. But, like, there's a Cardona one, uh, a Myers one, uh, who else has retros coming? Nick Aldis, um. Well, that's already out. Uh, limited to 2000 also $39 to get one. That's too much. Exactly. They're $17, but you have to get them from the UK, and the shipping oh. is $20. If it was 17 bucks and I could just get it delivered for f- under 5 bucks, then sure. But a lot of companies will be like, oh, we're charging 12 bucks for shipping, but they're 20 since it's international. And it's like, whatever. And Michikini and Dan all looked into... Uh, getting it together to see if that would reduce the shipping. Nope. It's always going to be $39 no matter what do, you do. Do you know what I could do, actually, which I thought about for a second, but I could just quick, uh, quickly do the galoobs. Yeah. They're not that expensive. But they're not that good, either. Yeah, but they're fun. Like... I was never big into the Gloob figures. I had the Ric Flair and... No, I had Lex Luger when I was a kid. So I had Doom, Sting, Flair, Luger, Barry Windham. I, uh... Rick Steiner. <coughs> I I got... Fucking... What were they? The old San Francisco Toymakers. That's what I got into when I started watching wrestling again for WCW. It's still those, but like wrestling figures are so fucking expensive right now and I'm not overpaying for those. The old San Francisco toy makers? Yeah. The, the, big, L- the big vibrators? Oh, not the big vibrators. That's the what, LJN style ones. That's what I like because I was like, oh, these are like the LJNs but they're like better looking than the, like slightly better looking than the LJNs and they're like hard plastic and then I saw that they vibrated. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? But, but I didn't know that they were shaking in anger, obviously. They're obviously shaking in anger. They're definitely not supposed to make you come. <laughs> it's like, this Galoo Butch Reed, it's at two bucks. Looks pretty good. We'll place a $2 bid right now. There you go. Like, yeah. if, if they're going to be two bucks, then yeah, absolutely. But if they're going to be like, you know, 20 bucks a figure, fuck it. They're not worth it. Um. I do like the elite, but like they release so few people that I'm interested in owning a figure of. Like I have no need to own like a Natalia elite or, or uh, with like, like red hair. Like this right here. Like there's just a nice set of four for twenty bucks. You get you can get your Luger, your Barry Windham, your Arn Anderson, and your Tom Zenk. I, I feel like that's the maximum I would spend. Five dollars each. That's not five dollars each. Well, because that's the same way that the that I used to go to like uh, video game shops and get like 
Nintendo cartridges. They'd be five bucks a piece. You buy four, you get a fifth one free. Eight eight galoobs here for thirty bucks. I mean, they're not like in, like not perfect, but a lot of them look pretty good. Like I think that's that's pretty much how I got the WCW vibrating Fuck this. set. Oh, it's never mind. It's a bid. I was like, I was just gonna buy it. <laughs> I'll, I'll bid on that. All I, right, now now we're getting to now I'm just bidding on wrestling figures. I got <laughs> I got that whole set uh, of vibrating WCW figures for twenty bucks, except for the Scott Hall and the Kevin Nash up front, like the the two pack variant. I got the rest for like very very. I think it was twenty dollars with shipping included. And I can fucking buy this. Oh, is that Techno, Techno Team through Techno Team two thousand? That's El Gigante. Uh, it's El Gigante. He, he looked like Eric Watts. <laughs> That'd be awesome if it was Eric Watts. But uh, there's like weird UK exclusives. Who was the other guy in Techno, uh, Techno Team 2000? I have no idea. I Honestly, I forgot that it was Eric Watts until you just said that. I know it was Eric Watts, but I forget. I'm going to look that up really quick. Techno Team. These really are a reasonable price. Members, Travis and Troy. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. Travis and Troy, son of WDF writer Bill Watts. It doesn't even... <laughs> what? Chad Fortune. That's who it was. Chad Fortune? <laughs> <laughs> you just named the episode, pal. <laughs> <laughs> That would be that would be a good wrestling gimmick nowadays, Chad Fortune. <laughs> I think I think that would really connect with about I don't know forty percent of the audience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, four, four people. Yeah, about right. <laughs> you know, what I was starting to think about also doing because like I I do have like I want to buy crap. I'm also trying to get rid of a lot of crap. You're doing a pretty good job at, but you get a lot of rap. You trying to get rid of? Yeah, I'm trying to get rid of all my rap. <laughs> Um, I think I like eight by tens now. Okay. I think I, I like signed eight by tens. Cards and eight by tens are getting popular. Is alright eight by tens getting popular? I know that like it's just people like the autographs. They do. I personally don't give a fuck. I had Bret Hart, Bobby Heenan, and Miss Elizabeth when I was younger. I met them, um, and I don't know what happened to them. See, I care less about the autograph and more about the eight by ten. Just get, a, like just I th- get blank I, ones. I think, well, I mean, I, I'd rather have it signed, I guess, just because that's part of the gimmick. But, like, I think that if I, like, when shows start happening again and there's the gimmick table, I'm going to be more, I'll probably throw in the 8x10 too now. I think that's a... Uh... Also, Bry has a Robert Parker 8x10, <laughs> and I'm really jealous of it. Uh, those WCW ones were slick, though. I like those. Um, like that's uh, I, the border, the nice picture, the pro- pro- professionally done picture. I want to know what a professionally done picture of every wrestler looks like. Like, what's a what's a uh, a good what's what's the best Repo Man shot there is? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but um, the the Bret Hart one I had was the that one photo of Bret Hart WCW with the Howard Stern glasses. You know the one. It's oh, on, we we all, all know yeah, the one. It's that's not all the shirts. Billy that was Gunn. the photo. <laughs> got it all uh but the bobby heenan one and the miss elizabeth one i wish i still had let's see what what is what's the cheapest re- autographed eight by ten um 
Oh, it's got to be like Scotty Too Hot a Year. Like, uh, do I do wrestling eight by ten? Maybe a Perry Saturn. Oh, we're gonna sort a, a, oh. a Rob Conway one. Lowest price plus shipping. Let's see what we got here. Virgil autographed eight by ten promo photo, and it's <laughs> this is beautiful. It's just Virgil, but he's with Bret Hart, Roddy Piper, and Davy Boy Smith. I, I, I'm I'm there too. Lowest price plus shipping. Kali is sitting here for six bucks free shipping. WWE TNA Mickey James signed autograph eight by ten photo. Oh, Five man. bucks free shipping. Zero. D'Lo base. Brown six ninety nine. Uh. So I also get one every week, every month with my pro wrestling crate. So I'm not going to go too nuts. Here you go. Umaga WWE 8x10 wrestling photo. $2, $3 shipping. The Kendrick in London, $2 plus $3 shipping. So 5 bucks. The Warlord and the Barbarian, $8 free shipping. Tory, Two for one. Tori Wilson, five, uh, $5.80 shipping included. Hornswoggle 580. Kelly Kelly 580. I'm, I'm looking at all these terrible ones. <laughs> MVP in his original attire uh, is for 580. Like, I want to go to a show where Ricky Morton is fucking giving one pile driver, and I want to get a goddamn Rock and Roll Express 8x10 and a bandana or something. I, I'm, I see the Virgil one now. <laughs> uh, Powers of Pain. Mr. Kennedy. Raymond Rougeau. We're just like, we'll listen to our podcast. We're just going to name wrestlers. <laughs> oh, Miss Jackie? Yeah, there we go. She's beautiful. She's black. And she's mine. <laughs> Where's a Mark Marrow? <laughs> <laughs> Where's your birthday present? <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Corey. <laughs> Mark Mayer, 8x10. Oh. It's not an 8x10. It's a, from a magazine, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Sable uh, powerbombing. It's Sable in, with it's, Mark it's, Marrow between her legs in the powerbomb It's position. Sable costing Mark Marrow a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> but then making a lot on her side, so it all evened off. They were married at the time. That's true. But they, she could have just not done it, and Austin would have still worked with them. I don't know if Austin would have worked with them, to be honest with you. I feel like Austin was very uh, conscious of who he worked with, and he was pretty much being like, I'll work with Foley, Taker, Shawn Michaels if he's healthy. I'll work with people who are wrestling. Like, he had issues putting Triple H over for the title. As he should. Yeah, well, Triple H was good enough to win the title at the time. So, uh, But that, that should give you an idea of how protective he was of the top spot. Like He wasn't going to work with... He didn't work with Jarrett. He didn't work with uh, Mero. Like he he was very protective on who he worked with, so I don't know if I don't know if he necessarily cost Mark Marrow anything, uh, oh. or, or Sable cost Mark Marrow anything. Is Stone Cold cost him because he just 
I think he looked at him and been like, no one's going to buy me wrestling a lower mid-card guy. I mean, it's probably true, actually, now that you put it that way. Yeah. But, like, I'm not saying that Austin's wrong, either. I think... No, I Austin, think Austin's Austin right. Austin versus Mero would have been bad, so he was right to do it. Um, but... So Daniel Bryan should have said no to Kane. He should have. His only... His only... His only program after that fucking... The, the real run. <laughs> his real title run, not the other one that lasted long and it was still good. I mean, it lasted a couple weeks, and then he... He had the title for a while, but didn't wrestle, and then... No, I'm talking about the second one. The second one was long. Well, the third one, one, I guess, because he had the title before. Wow. He was world champion, won the WWE uh, championship from Randy Orton, lost it five seconds later, Uh, won it back, but then had to give it up, and then won it at WrestleMania. Wow, he has... Five title reigns, then? Yeah, yes. Okay, uh, we won't draft. We'll rank it. Best Daniel Bryan title reign. Oh, easily the fucking the weed belt one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you kidding? It me? was the best title reign. Probably wasn't. The, it wasn't the best victory, but no. Um, but think about what he did the week after he won it. Uh, he wrestled Lesnar, and he, he lost to Lesnar in a very good match, and then afterwards said. I wanted Brock Lesnar to beat the the loser out of me. <laughs> and that's what he did. He, no, he beat the weakness out of me, so now he's like nothing but strength. Daniel Bryan turned heel to make another Daniel Bryan, and then he turned babyface again. Yes, exactly. It was like sometimes obvious and like predictable WWE storytelling isn't a bad thing. Like, think about it. They made Kofi Kingston, like, so fucking over at that point. They immediately cooled him off because Vince won't give a minority a, a strong, a strong uh, championship run. But I think his title run was stronger than you remember it. I mean, he, had, he was facing, like, Ziggler and shit. But... He, he faced Ziggler and then Randy Orton for, like, six months in a row. But he had good matches and he never lost. The matches Like, it wasn't great. like Rey Mysterio being champion where, like, he just lost every match, but... The title would never change hands for whatever reason. Yeah, he won every match. Uh, I, I don't. I think Vince has a problem making a minority a champion. I think he does too. Because, come on. I mean, it's very obvious. But like, I just feel like when he he do, he never puts everything behind the person. He like he's he's only doing it to like make uh, fans happy at that time because they're over. But I think in the back of his mind, he's like, this isn't my long-term plan. The second no. I can't take it off. The I'm second that Lesnar decides he wants to come back. Yeah. Or when Hunter's ready, et cetera, and so on. Triple H was on Raw this past week, by the way. I didn't watch it. Didn't but... him and Stephanie do something stupid? I saw a dumb picture. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see it. But he was on Raw. He described it as a Triple H, since Drew McIntyre is COVID, he's like, Triple H is the break glass in case of an emergency guy that's probably what he should be yeah at this point yeah these his matches don't offend me anymore his matches were never bad yeah sometimes um unless it's rick stein or scott steiner at the royal rumble lesnar when he came back that was okay those were okay yeah but he shouldn't have won he shouldn't have won at wrestlemania no he, oh, he, he lost they, at SummerSlam. No, they had to have Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker to 
to undo all the bullshit booking they had when he came back. They should have had Lesnar go undefeated at every WrestleMania. Uh, leading up until... Leading up until WrestleMania 30. Because he was at 28... No, was he, he came back the night after 28, so 29. He, they should have had Lesnar just go undefeated entirely building up to that WrestleMania 30. So it's like streak versus streak. You know? But WWE doesn't know how to fucking... I don't know. I, I say they don't know. I I won't find out. And uh, I signed up for the network and canceled it in the same ten minute span. <laughs> we watched we watched a rumble on Friday, and we're I want to watch this year's rumble because I couldn't. I was very excited when Corey asked me if I wanted to do the uh, the rumble pool this year because I had a reason to watch the rumble. I yeah. love the rumble, but I was like, I don't care what happens. I don't care what happens either. It's that's basically. What is keeping me into it too is the pool. Like I don't like they have nobody who's like heating up besides like Big E and he's Intercontinental Champion. So I don't know if they make him uh, the winner. Like they're trying to heat up Nakamura again, but I think they're doing that just doing that to Cesaro too. Yeah, they're they're just trying to heat up everybody on SmackDown just so they can lose to Roman Reigns. I think I think that's the only reason they're doing it. Uh, People are being like, "Oh, Wrestle Kingdom just happened," so they're trying to get Nakamura over because they have their own wrestle kingdom guy i'm just like well i mean no I, they're doing it so that when roman reigns beats him it looks like he beats somebody instead of i know like we're saying this to, you're saying this to kind of shit on him but like isn't that how it's supposed to work uh nakamura like, okay. is better than that okay like cesaro yeah, but, i get it but yeah but like if they're more valuable for reigns to beat they're more valuable after he's been beaten than they were in the first place too like that's why squash matches existed yeah, you make a good point. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm I'm just complaining because I like Nakamura. Like I'm okay. if they're building up people to lose to Reigns, they're building up people, and then like I'm still not gonna watch it. Like I'm very like I'm very not watching WWE is like deleting Facebook. <laughs> like it is. Have I made this comparison on the pod before? Probably, but do it I, again. Who cares? I just thought of I just thought of it again, and again. Like it just. It feels so good once you've done it. Like, I, I've deactivated my Facebook a couple times and then come back, like, a few weeks later. The last oh, time it's I, exhilarating. The last time I did it, it was kind of at a shitty time, but because I missed stuff, important stuff that I kind of regret now. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah, but, like, whenever I do it, like, it's usually, like, I don't miss anything that's going on. And besides, right now I'm kind of on a Facebook, just eh, whatever. Facebook kind of sucks. It's just stupid. Facebook has sucked for a long time. It's sucked for a very long time, yeah. Although I am part of this group called Pretending It's 2007 or 2012. And so, so wrestling <laughs> is terrible? <laughs> Wrestling's terrible, but the, um, it's like the internet from those years. So okay, like, so oink.me. <laughs> um... God, the torrents were fucking off the chain at that point. Yep. Um, Crispin Wide just killed his family. But it was, it's pretty much just like memes from that period of time. A lot of black border shit. Black border shit. You know, those photos that were inside like the black border and the, like, the thing up top being like patriotism and then the little words down oh below it. <laughs> so it's just old style memes yeah okay exactly yeah. throwback memes yeah so th- that's a fun thing to have and then i have like wrestling groups 
I pretty much don't have friends show up on my uh, feed anymore. I pretty much filtered them out. That's how Facebook is supposed to work. Yeah. That's how it. That's how it. Uh, that's how it recruits all the QAnon people. God, that's the the reason I want to get out of there. Is just because 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 Facebook's intentionally distancing you from your friend group on there, and then now they're just trying to corner you into being a weirdo. That's exactly what they're doing. I'm, I, I, they're not. They're not. It's not going to work with me. Like maybe it'll isolate me from my friends because I I'll speak about something stupid that's going on in the world, and some of my friends will just be like. Uh, why is he talking about this? I hate him. You know, like the real bitchy people who are like, yeah. I don't like politics. Don't talk to me about politics. And I'm like posting it on my page. And I was like, don't fucking look at it, you dumb fuck. You know, fuck you. Weird is that, I mean, maybe it's just, maybe it's just because I live a charmed life and everything, everything's just coming up Millhouse for me sure. at all times. <laughs> <laughs> like for like this entire last, like, oh God been fucking three years now this pandemic uh everything that's happened and he's like yeah you got to get rid of toxic friends and toxic family members like i, I haven't really that, i, I did that before the pandemic i haven't had to delete anyone or really anything everyone's pretty reasonable and doesn't yeah. bother me that much that was a little bit of some people but like yeah everyone's kind of if there was anything to be cleaned up they kind of started they acknowledged to clean it up and weird i just Got rid of them ages ago. So I like my friends me. more now, <laughs> and I haven't seen them in months. Yeah, uh, it's probably s- some of that going on. Absence makes the heart grow f- fonder. Yeah, yeah, but I've only had their internet personalities to keep me keep me like satiated with that friendship. And usually, the most people's internet personality not my favorite thing. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Because um, I think I think most people view that way about me. They don't like my internet personality. Even though right now on Twitter, my favorite thing to do is to tweet at Donald Trump. I'll be like, oh, Donald, it's not the funniest thing. <laughs> real Donald Trump? Where's real Donald Trump? He's banned, man. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like I, I'll tag him and just be like, hey, Donald, uh, never mind. <laughs> so this comes out Wednesday. New president should, should, will be. Dude, do, do you want do you want to pretend like it's Wednesday for a second? Yep. Wow, can you believe it out there? It's fucking crazy. Right wingers being Man. violent again. I haven't had power for six hours. Why is it that every time right wingers have a a, a a a protest or a riot going on, someone gets killed? Yeah, a cop gets killed. <laughs> or John Schaefer sprays beer spray on cops. <laughs> beer spray. Yeah, beer, like beers, like the animal. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, it's worse than pepper spray because it closes your eyes, basically like seals your eyes shut so you can't open them. Yeah, and then he rapes them. That's the idea. You know, you can't you can't you can't tell who it is because you can't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Wednesday. Uh, John Schaefer's just fucking cops, and I have no <laughs> idea who it is. <laughs> no, he was arrested. Oh, they got him? Nine days after the fucking riots, he fucking turns himself into the FBI. Nine days. Can you imagine if the cops gave Can we go back to, can we go back to Monday now? Sure. Oh, we're back in Monday. So uh We don't do well with time hops yeah. on this podcast. Can, but can you imagine if like a black guy did that and the cops gave them nine days to turn themselves in? Okay, this is the someone said that 
Oh, let me try to rephrase this. I also listened to the beginning of last week's episode and heard me trying to form a sentence for the first three minutes, and it was embarrassing. <laughs> but so I'm trying not to do that again right now. So, whew. like the you can tell how much of a problem white privilege is when these people are openly turning themselves in, thinking that nothing bad is going to happen. Yes. Like I think that justice will prevail. What? So, some of them are like, I'm being persecuted, and I'm asking Donald Trump for a pardon. They're gonna get it too. Ugh. <laughs> I, Ugh. He is such a scumbag. This is. I mean, are they gonna get it? Really? I don't know. But there's good. It's gonna be a shit show on Wednesday. I mean, he he pardoned people who committed war crimes. He pardoned people. He he, <laughs> he he gave people pardons for people who literally murdered innocent civilians in Iraq. They just mowed them down, like. Like everyone else in the platoon was like, this guy's a fucking nut job. Like, fuck this guy forever. And Donald Trump's like, pardon him. He killed brown people. We were at war. Committing war crimes is fine. <sighs> like, that's the type of duty is like, that turned him on. Like, imagine getting like switched on by a guy who murdered a bunch of innocent civilians. Think he, think he's dead by March? I want him to be dead by fucking 2020. I want him to be dead five years ago, to be honest with you, but oh God, we can't have anything good in the world. Instead, fucking Eddie Van Halen dies. Eddie Van Halen. Oh, I forgot about Eddie Van Halen dying. Yeah, because everyone else. Brody Lee, people like Brody Lee and Eddie Van Halen died. Donald Trump lives. Disgusting. I, fucking, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Well, you can take out a loan and live in slavery on Mars for fucking weirdo McBeardo. That's a thing, too. Like, I would have loved to do, like, to be on one of those, like, uh, colonization crews, but knowing I would do it for fucking Elon Musk, no thank you. I don't want to be mining for emeralds in fucking Mars. Yeah. I, he's a real piece of trash. He's, Elon Musk could suck a dick. He has a fan base that is worse than anything in the world. Like, worse than pro wrestling. Worse than Star Trek. Worse than Kiss. I mean, I like him, but the fan base is problematic. That's what I'm saying. Like the people who like him are the fucking worst. Worse than Cause they, Kiss because they worship aren't, that guy. Aren't we the people that like Kiss? I I, I wouldn't call us the obs- obsessed people in the fandom. You know, like I would say we we enjoy the music, but that's about it. What's a, like a negative Kiss fan stereotype? Uh, I got, like honestly, like, to me, it's like old guys that like just like smoked a little bit, like. They liked shitty weed more than acid, so they like Kiss instead of the Grateful Dead. And, like, blue. Well, also John Schaefer liked, was a big Kiss fan. That was the great. Well, that's that was, what, that's that was what, the best thing when Paul Stanwyck came out and called them all terrorists. And I was like, ha, take that Schaefer, you fucking piece of shit. Like, Paul Stanley's a closeted homo bag anyways. I'm more <laughs> of a gene guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Paul Stanley is definitely not a closet homosexual. <laughs> he is an effeminate straight man. <laughs> He's one of those like a like effeminate straight dudes who just loves pussy and gets it all the time. They are <laughs> okay. You're gonna have to let me finish this thought. Okay. Okay. Cringe while I say it, but let me finish it. Kiss is like the Donald Trump of bands. Because, like, everything they associate themselves with is, like, really, like, fucking, like, not the cream of the crop. It just sucks. Like, 
Kiss doesn't have a WWF guy. They have a WCW guy in 2000. And yeah, but like they don't have an NFL team. They have an arena football league team. And that's like really, that's Donald Trump move. Donald Trump's move. Like he's a USFL guy. He's fucking, yeah, he just sucks. Like, like everything's like right, like the Walmart version. So you're saying kisses great value Donald Trump? Kisses great value Donald Trump, yes. Gross. Kisses rock and roll face paint Donald Trump. Gene Simmons is rock and roll face paint Donald Trump. Thank you. All right. I'll 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 accept that. I was going to say, like, I, I don't know. Paul Stan was cool. I mean, I think Re- pa- it's really fucking hilarious on Marduk Radio shows. I don't, like, so I don't associate Peter, Chris, and Ace Freely with being Kiss nowadays for some reason. Like, they're on the records. They're part of the band. But, like, it's Gene and Paul to me when it comes to all business ventures. I forget. the, the so, like, co- every time I see a silk tie with a Destroyer cover on it, I'm thinking, like, ah, oh, fucking Gene and Paul. Um. Fucking. I, I, I can't imagine Kiss without Ace Freely. Like, it's just hard for me. But, like, then I remember, like, Bruce Cullock was in the band. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they had other guitar players. Yeah, like they've had they had some some bangers after. Yeah, was there was the first four on the two live albums, right? And then it was like everything went to shit. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'm obviously I'm not I'm such not like obsessed with them that I don't even know like who played on what this like uh, like who played on what album. I have no idea. I mean, it was. It's really when did when did it stop being the first four? And then after that, I, I honestly couldn't care less. Like, I know who sang on Judas Priest albums, but that's it. That's the extent of, like... <laughs> that one's easy to keep track I, of. I, I, I know who sang on Judas Priest albums and who played guitar on what Megadeth album, and that's it. I know who played drums on every Ramones album. <laughs> is it is it Marky? Not on all of them. The first four were... No, the first three were Tommy. Then it was Marky. And then it was... Um, oh my God, Richie. And then it was Marky again. It's still Marky. He's the last one. Of the... Yeah, he's the, he's the closest thing to an original Ramon being still alive. Yeah, he's, only, only, he's the only Ramon still alive. There's three. Who else is alive? The, Marky's alive, Richie's alive, and CJ's alive. CJ was the second bass player because Tommy, Johnny, Joey, and Dee Dee are dead. Meanwhile, everyone in the Misfits is alive because they lift heavy weights with their bodies. He is still alive. I'll be damned. That, that, goes, that throws our Ramones bet to the, to the trash heap then, I guess. What? I wanted to know who the who was going to be Marky or Razor. It still could be that. <laughs> I mean, CJ's pretty young. CJ's probably the one that's going to live the longest. He has a young boy name. I think CJ <laughs> will, will live us all. He's actually quarterback for uh, the San Francisco 49ers. So did you know that uh, Michael uh, Mikhail Graves had joined the, the Proud Boys? I did know that. All right. Did you know that Drive-By Bukaki last year released a a cassette tape with punk covers on it and we intentionally covered graves ever misfits because i love it so much 
I, I liked Grave- knew that knew that that was going to age real well. I knew I yeah like I used to always be on the Graves are side defending it, but then I found out that he's like a super right wing conservative, and I'm just like eh, eh, I'll set. It's I my favorite Misfits record is a Graves record. What do I do with that? I just gotta forget. I think you take it off everything you have, and then you replace it with something else. You you go you type in an artist, and then you see what else pops up, and then you add them. It's not the same. Yeah, but you get more. You're, you're selling you're selling a horse for ponies, and you're hope and you're rebuilding. That's you're it's a playlist, a playlist I, is like a professional team. So I'm you, going you to take, you you sell off your po- your horses, and you get ponies, hoping that they become horses. I'm going to take. The hope that the the misfit's name outlives the how dumb the singer was at that point. It absolutely will, because that you don't have to associate the misfits with him. You you still have exactly. Danzig, who's also a fucking butthead. Yeah, but I think Danzig's a butthead who sorta gets it. Yeah. Or at least knows that he should get it. I think he's I th- I think he fits right into that dumb boomer Gen X category. Oh, for sure. If if Danzig is on Facebook, he's fucking Yeah, but see he's not He's already down the path. He's he's falling for the algorithm. I don't think Danzig's falling for the algorithm. That's what I'm saying. He's not in real life. I'm saying if he was on Facebook, he's falling for the algorithm. He's he's the type of dude who would go down that rabbit hole. He would be posting about the pandemic if you were on Facebook. I think Danzig's closer to Chris Barnes than he is to Michael Graves. Absolutely. Chris Barnes is a butthead. <laughs> Chris Barnes is just <laughs> weird. I honestly get less and less why people hate Chris Barnes. Because he fucking gets mad at other bands selling merch at shows. He thinks every fan should only buy their merch. And he gets offended if another band has too many options. Was it, how much were they selling it for? We already had this conversation. I don't know. But you know Barnes is selling his for... An, like oh super markup you know you know he's the type of dude who would sell a a logo shirt for 30 bucks yeah Uh, as a rock band on tour that's probably sells them for 40 honestly at this point no that's that's the tour shirt price yeah i'm talking just blank look chris barn or or a fucking six feet under six feet under logo shirt i i mean i'll say everything i want about agalock because they're fucking idiots but i know that when they went when we went out with them, I say we, when Greg's band went out with them, they pulled them aside and said they needed to raise the price on their t-shirts because that's how much they sold theirs for. So I think that might be like a, like a brother handshake kind of move where you do that. And it sounds like the, it sounds, it sounds to me like cattle decapitation was on tour with six feet under and they didn't want to stop selling their shirts at a particular price. No, it's because they had too many options. Chris Bard didn't like that. They had like 12 t- t-shirt options. Cause I think they had more than six feet under and but it made them look bad. That just doesn't sound like it makes sense to me. That's the story that, I, that we got. And the only other person who I've heard say of like a, a lot of bad things. Chris Barnes just seems like a dork. He's a butthead. He just seems like a dork. Yeah. Like he does cameos wearing like fucking reading glasses and shit. Speaking of cameo, 
uh, there was a uh, virtual cameo where his nutsack is hanging out. <laughs> I want a cameo of Virgil dressed as Dusty Rhodes, pretending like he's not working the gimmick. He's Virgil being Virgil. He's he'd be brown eyes with a lot of soul. Brown skin with a lot of soul. I'm saying brown eyes because it's blue eyes. But he doesn't have blue eyes. He has brown eyes. Man, I changed it to something else. Yeah. Must something more regrettable. That's going to age like fucking milk. (laughs) What's wrong with milk? Nothing's wrong with milk, but it doesn't age well. (laughs) Do you see the, uh, the Be a Man Instagram? No. I'll show it to you after. Okay. We'll talk. We'll. It's funny. Um. Okay. So we're thirty-six minutes in. Should we get to the football? <coughs> sure. Why not? Football time. So uh, I'm. I'm Chris. I, I'm a football boy, and I have the belts. So. Uh, exciting divisional round weekend. No stinker games. I didn't think. Um. No, that um, that Cleveland and Kansas City game ended up being interesting, at least. Interesting because Mahomes went down with fucking brain crush. Maybe even before his brain got crushed, it was a one possession game. Wasn't it nineteen to three? Was it nineteen to three? Yeah. Because then they missed the field goal to make it to to not make it twenty two to three, and then that's when Cleveland started coming back. No, I was just I was. So it might have been nineteen to ten when he went down. I was at the laundromat, so uh, gotcha. Maybe I missed exactly what was going on. Um, I I was talking to someone uh online who was debating it. Who they picked all wild card teams to win except for the Bills. The Bills was the only non wild card team they they picked, and I was like, only one divisional winner, huh? I was like. I don't know, it doesn't sit well with me. How could how could all wild card teams win? Except for the Bills. Rams, Cleveland, and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay won the division, didn't they? Oh. No, they're they in didn't. the same division they're, as the Saints. Yes, they're a yeah. wild card team. Wow. I do not <laughs> I get confused with the fucking NFC divisions. See, Tampa Bay was good enough to win a division though. That's the thing. Yeah, they were. They just were in a division. They're in a division with two strong teams. Um, one of them could have been strong, but they fell apart. And of course, I mean uh, Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> they were the <laughs> just just to make sure that everyone they were the team that tried real hard. Carolina uh, tried, but the, uh, McCaffrey went down, and that was the end of that. Um, but yeah. The the best game this weekend I thought was probably uh, Cleveland Kansas City just because it was exciting and came down to the wire pretty much and yeah, like just the thought of a Buffalo Cleveland AFC Championship game is fucking wacky that that was kind of funny to me um, it would have been funnier if it was Baltimore and Cleveland because then it would have been like a mirror match <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Like they play each other twice every year, but uh, in the playoffs, I don't think they've played each other yet. I could well, be the, wrong. I don't. Cleveland's only made the playoffs once since 
Baltimore became since, a team. Since Baltimore became the Ravens, I think. Yeah. Well, well, Baltimore oh, moved. Since, since Baltimore Cleveland moved became the Ravens. Yeah. yeah, and then Cleveland became yeah. the Ravens, which moved, I, it doesn't make any sense to me why. Like, I get for ownership standpoint, but all right. So Baltimore moves to Indy. Cleveland moves to Baltimore. So Cleveland's the city without a team. Uh, Cleveland could have just moved to Indy, and Baltimore could have stayed put. But I mean, the, it was 10 years, 15 years between those two transactions. Was it that long? Yeah, the Ravens I thought, were, I thought it was five years. The Ravens were in like 95, weren't they? And the Colts was the early 80s. Maybe what? even the late 70s. Was it that long ago? Yeah, hold on, okay. I'll tell you. We'll, we'll get this. I thought they were... Like, me, before me becoming an NFL like fan when I was a kid, uh, all NFL just bleeds together. It, it was all one season. So the Colts moved from Baltimore in 1984. The year I was born. And so obviously I was not a fan yet. No, I only know this is 30 <laughs> for 30s. I all looked the shit up. And on... Then was it 94, 95? I want to say it was 95. Because that's when Texas moves to Tennessee, right? Or was oh. that in the eighties? And then no, no Houston they, moved. They became the uh, Houston moved to Tennessee to be the Tennessee Oilers, I think, in ninety five. So and then it was like five years later or something like that that they became that Houston got a, a startup team. Ninety six was the Ravens. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so the um, I want to say it might have been the same year as that that the uh, that the Oilers moved to Tennessee. What year did it become the Titans? Was that 97? Um, good question. Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers number one. <laughs> Houston Oilers. Now, is that the official song, or is that something you're just doing That's for That's the fun? official song. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Houston Oilers, 60 to 96. Tennessee Oilers, yep. 97 to 98. Titans, 99. Okay, it was 99. So, yeah, the, the 90s all sort of blend together. Wacky, yeah. yeah. Like, like, I probably didn't become a fan of actually sitting down and watching football until the Patriots got good and uh, made it to the Super Bowl. 90, Drew Bledsoe. So. That was 96. Yeah, he was uh, drafted in 93? 90, yeah, 93 draft, 94 was his first You game. know who the number two pick of that draft was? Ooh. Quarterback Seattle Seahawks. Fucking what's his name? Ah, uh, fuck. Tell me, Rick Myrer. Thank you. <laughs> I knew that. Rick fucking Myrer. Rick fucking Myrer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was not good. Um, I feel like I looked him up at one point, and he was like really, really bad. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, like a like a historically bad career. Yeah. But Blesso had a great career. He, he was the yeah. undisputed king of throwing the ball away. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no one was quite as good as him at doing that. Um, you know why he threw the ball away so much? He had no one to throw to, ever. Terry Glenn? Ben yeah. Coates? Yeah. Um, ben Coates? <laughs> <laughs> but... The, the Patriots receiving core was never really standing standing out. It wasn't until Belichick took over. Oh, seven, really? Even when they were good, their receiving core kind of blew. Well, they had Gaffney. They had... Uh, Gaffney was 07. Was he 07? Fuck, that was so long ago. Yeah, Gaffney was... 
06, 07. I think he was when he was on the team. He might not have even been there in 06. Um, yeah, 06, 07. I mean, 07 was when they first year they had Welker. Who'd they have? Who is their receiver who they got rid of for Moss? The receiver they got rid of for Moss? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the only one you could say that for is the one that went to the Dion Branch. Dion Branch, thank you. That's exactly but, I mean, They got rid of Dion Branch after the 2005 season. So okay. he was gone for the 2006 season. I said they got rid of him. Dion Branch signed a big contract with Seattle. And he had nobody. Brady had nobody to throw to in 06, which is why they. That was the Ben Watson year, right? When he was like our best receiver. When he like, yeah, it was like Ben Watson. It was I think it was Jabbar Gaffney for that. He, okay. he was. I think he was there that for that year. But God, I can't even for the life of me think of the other another receiver on that team. It's hard. They were bad. They're, the receiving core was bad. Bad. Not as bad. I thought it was going to be the worst one of the Belichick era, but no. Fuck <laughs> me. They really outdid himself this year. On paper, the the ones this year would have been a lot better, but nothing came to fruition. What was Adam, worse Adam, this year, the Patriots receiving core or the Red Sox rotation? Wow. I think the receive the Patriots receiving core because at least the Red Sox rotation got better as the year went on. They got rid of a bunch of people, fired, fired their pitching coach, and then those guys started playing well towards the end of the year. They went like pretty much five hundred at the end of the year, whereas the Patriots receiving core couldn't catch a cold. They were pretty they, bad. They, they couldn't even catch covered and make room for someone else coming up to hopefully. <laughs> Cam Newton's spot. their best receiver. Cam Newton was their best receiver. Uh, and he'll be their starting quarterback next year. I don't know about that. I think he's going to Washington. No. Alex Smith is the lifetime starter of that team. No. Um, I think uh, Riverboat Ron wants Cam Newton back. I think if you're Washington, you have to have Alex Smith be the quarterback of that team if he's willing to play. I don't know. Like He, he got hurt pretty pretty easily he wasn't supposed to play this year yeah he was he suited he was the he's he's good it's just like he was the emergency quarterback like he he wasn't even on the roster at the beginning of the year like he he came he came in was like jesus christ should he even be playing i mean he's had another a few more months he got to figure out his brace thing i mean he had it's ridiculous that he played football this year absolutely so like, I'm hoping he's a, he's a good quarterback. I'm just saying, I, I don't think you can really rely on him. That's the only problem. I think if you're a team who sucks as bad as the Washington team is and has been for a while, you have to do something. You have to do more PR related moves. And Alex Smith is a good enough quarterback and he's a feel good story. And like everyone forget that your owner's a piece of shit who refused to change the name for so long. But he did change the name. Yeah, it wasn't because of him. It was because of FedEx. FedEx changed the name. <laughs> um, well, fuck. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I I just uh, I I see uh, Deshaun Watson in the Patriots' future. To be honest with you, he wants out. I, he wants out, and he wants to be on the Patriots. God, give it to me. I think that's a great choice. Um, probably one of the top five quarterbacks in the league in terms of talent not necessarily in terms of production but in terms of talent i i don't even know where i'd start with that oh i think you go mahomes number one with a bullet 
I guess I know where to start. <laughs> so yeah, Mahomes for sure. Uh, but then you have like Rogers, Brady. I mean, Rogers the MVP this year. Yeah. Like just, I'm talking just in terms of talent, like not necessarily production. Um, but I would put Jackson and Watson up there too. Yeah, what do you do with Herbert? See him do it twice. Yeah. What's it's still early. He has he's got a lot of potential, but he's sort of middle of the pack. Yeah. Do you think uh, Drew Brees plays again? It's a great question. I don't think he does. Um, it's like, how many times do you lose in the playoffs before you just call it a day? How I, many times are you are you in a good, not great team at I, your age? I don't think Drew Brees is good anymore. You could barely throw it. I have a I have a a vision as to how the New Orleans Saints are going to go for the next five years. He, he, I would say Drew Brees and Cam Newton have a lot in common in terms of their quarterbacking talent. Yeah, I mean, sorta. And the and the fact that it fell off, they could still show flashes of brilliance, but for the most part, it's their best days are are gone. Just happened so quick for Cam Newton. Um. He, well, he, he, it was really because of injuries. It's because of injuries, and because I mean, like it just seemed like he got ran to the ground. Yes, I, I would th- like to see him become more of a a pocket passer, which takes him yeah. because it makes him become less exciting. Makes him less exciting. He's not as good at it. I mean, he could learn how to do it if he's a smart football player. He, he's. I would say he's a very talented and good football player, and he could do it. But it, I think halfway. It, at what would be halfway through the career of like a very long NFL career, I think it's too late for him to switch. Well, I don't think anyone's going to have the patience to do it. Yeah. Um, if anyone does, he is the coach of the Patriots right now. I, and I got to tell you, if he gets to Deshaun Watson, there ain't going to be any patience. You're not even going to get a shot. Well, I think, I, I think with, with Watson being so much younger, and having much more of a future ahead of him, that he'd be a long-term project. So they'd be like, "You have to. We have to learn an offense that not only caters to your talents, but also also doesn't make you look like a fucking idiot who's running around every play." Yeah, there's got to be some goddamn order. Right, right. I think I think the structure would be good for Watson because he he thrived under O'Brien with it. Either that, or he's just a fucking dummy. He could just be a dummy. Some of the running quarterbacks are just dummies. Uh, yeah, I mean, they their first two reads are no good, so they start scrambling. That, that I mean, you could say that about half the. I mean, that's Darnold to a T. I someone needs to give Darnold a a shot. He's had fucking numb nuts there for. You know who I think would be good for the Jets? Marcus Mariota. I think. I think they need to get a new fuck to blow up the entire fucking team. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't win two games in a year and, and expect a lot of people, expect a lot of the same faces to return. No. Like, when Cleveland kept Hugh Jackson. Like, I, I still can't believe they did it. All they, all they Hugh did Jackson do- got an, another shot after, after losing every game in a season. And Doug Peterson doesn't coach the Eagles right now. Yeah, that's a, that's the that's exactly what the NFL is. Like you had a Super Bowl two years ago, three years ago, I guess. I guess now, no, would this be four? 
Oh, three. Okay. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like counting in my head. Uh, yeah, like Hugh Jackson coached for three years. I think he went like 30 and three. No, three and 30, I should say, and one. He didn't. He, he coached 20 more games than he should have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Way too long. Um, how did we get here? We we're just riffing just, on the just, NFL, uh, just bullshitting. But, but but yeah, Doug Peterson and I and I said like they're talking about like fire, like he's out the door, so he doesn't care anymore. And you're like, that'd be the dumbest thing they could ever do. It is. The, it's. I still think it's the dumbest thing they could have done. Did you hear about uh, the report of Wentz being uncoachable? It sounded like that kind of kind of a diva. Sound like that was the. I mean, it sounds like Doug Peterson probably said that, because from what I understand, that was the. From what I understand, from the little bit that I read about it, was that that was what the the problem with the meeting was. He didn't want to play Wentz anymore. He wanted to go with Hertz, and the Eagles invested two first round picks in Wentz, and they want him to be the quarterback. So I think he stays now that Peter. I think there was a choice between um, Wentz and Peterson. Management and Wentz. Yeah, so they chose Wentz. I think they did. Um, so I think he stays now. So we, I would take him off the availability board for next year. But um, what if Adam Gase and Doug Peterson wind up in New England as like assistants? Doug Peterson's getting a head coaching job if he goes anywhere. Really? You think so? Yeah. He wouldn't spend a, a transition year as an assistant again? I, well, he might do it, but I don't see why he would. I mean, think I, you may, I, I, I would think he would work well in college programs. I would think that he would work well on the Jets because if Darn, if Darnold, if Darnold's any good, which I think he is, then there's something there. I, 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 I've seen him shit the bed too many times, especially against New England. Yeah, but the teams were terrible. Everyone said that there was a lot. Like it, Sam Darnold is the TNA of quarterbacks. Everyone said he had so much potential, and every time I watched it during that time, I was just like, fire Vince Russo. This, this is shit. Yeah, I'd like to see him get another shot, because Adam Gase is embarrassing. Adam Gase is terrible. Uh, fucking, what's his face there? Forehead liked him. Forehead. <laughs> Why can't I think of his name? Indy Denver quarterback. Indy Dent, Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning, thank you. Yeah, Peyton a, Manning was the offensive there. coordinator. <laughs> he liked Adam Gase in, in oh. Denver. A, I'm sure a, he did. A team that won a Super Bowl because of their defense. <laughs> a team that, yeah, a, a team that went to the Super Bowl because he fucking threw those weird wobbly balls in the same spot. <laughs> Peyton Manning played quarterback the same way I played beer pong. <laughs> uh, he also had Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders bailing him out, and Wes Welker too. Welker too, yeah, I forgot about him being. And he had a, they had a good tight end who I can't remember the name of. Uh, I think he was only good for like them once. Wow, I'm not gonna think of it. Yeah, all I can think of is Austin Hooper, but I know it's not him. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, look that up. Um, anyways, so yeah, good divisional round this week, and. The championship round is go is very difficult to predict in my opinion, uh, especially the AFC championship game because you have Mahomes going down, Chad Henney's the backup, 
and you have Buffalo, who's looking like they're the team. Well, and the receiving. Oh, they had Owen Daniels this year, so this Super Bowl 50. So we want 2014 was the year that they... 2014 was... Was the year they lost uh, to Seattle? The, was that 13 because the Patriots won the 14 Super Bowl? They won the and then they third. won the 15 Super Bowl against... Uh, yeah, this 14... 2014 Super Bowl was the Seahawks and the Broncos. So, okay, I'm a year behind then. To, so it would be the 2013 season. Yeah, I was thinking seasons then, because um, like the 2015 Super Bowl happened in 2016, and that was the year they had a. Uh, that's the year they won. Roster. I just want the tight end. Julius Thomas. Okay. Remember Julius Thomas? He was good for like a year. Not, I barely do. 73 catches, 778 yards, and 12 touchdowns. That's ridiculous for a tight end. Yes. That's more touchdowns <laughs> receiving than Cam Newton threw this year. They also had Eric Decker. That, that's probably why I was thinking about Decker, him. Thomas, Welker, Julius Thomas. And the, wow. That offense was fucking wacky. Okay, back to yeah. This is, I. It's this is a tougher <laughs> one. I think I. I'm leaning pretty heavy in both directions. But as, uh, I think I, I'm pretty sure who I want to pick. Like I know, who and I, I like. think they might be the di- complete opposite of the ones you have. I I know who I picked and. Uh, for the AFC Championship game, uh, I don't trust Chad Henney at all, so I picked Buffalo. I'm taking the Chiefs, whether Henney or, or Patrick Mahomes plays. I, 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 this is the game where I'm just kind of like, all right, the quarterback situation has me really wondering. I have Buffalo for now. I honestly think that if Mahomes doesn't practice all week and then ends up playing, because he's not going to practice. If Mahomes plays, I think they have less of a shot than if Henny plays. Ugh, I don't agree with that. I don't think they were particularly good with Henny. I mean, him coming in in the last quarter of a, of a game is different than him having the whole week to practice and for them to game plan. It's fair. But it's not just Patrick Mahomes too. Like they have really good players on that team. No, I, they'll I mean, they'll pull every trick in the book, and I'm sure Andy Reid's got a lot of them. I was, I mean, they're the class of the of the AFC without a doubt. Um, it depends. I, I have Buffalo for now. I have I have Chiefs no matter what. Okay. Um, book it. Tampa Bay at Green Bay. I have Tampa Bay. I don't. I don't think that the that the Packers win this game. I think. I think I've seen this before. Yeah, I also have Tampa Bay. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> um, are we gonna tie? <laughs> should I? Should I pick Green Bay then, just so we don't tie? No. Because then that no, way. No. Who it, knows? Who? It, it makes the Super Bowl the deciding game on who gets the golden cell. Yeah. So I had Tampa Bay, but that would make it so... No, pick who you think's going to win. 
if because <laughs> um, that, that's why i deleted it i'm just like do i delete this and I, I, let me just let me think about this now for a second um i agree tampa bay is the going to the super bowl yeah it's I'm, gonna be a home game for them and that's why i picked them and of the course like, and like it has to be tom brady to be the first guy who's done that yeah tom, of course tom, it is. and it has to be against a team he's dominated at home his entire career against the bills that's why i picked the bills because I said, I hope it doesn't happen before we started this. And I'm like, it's, I'm saying that because it's fucking happening. I also think... The world's... Look, we can't have anything good. Eddie Van Halen dies and Donald Trump lives. That's the world we live in. All right? So that's why I'm picking Tampa Bay against Buffalo in the Super Bowl. Remember uh, Lakers versus Sacramento in the early 2000s? No. The Lakers versus Sacramento. The uh, Kings were going to go to the NBA Finals. And the big red phone rang, and all of a sudden, there was an awful lot of fouls called that got the Lakers to the line. You're you're saying there's going to be uh, some questionable refereeing to sort of nudge the game in Tom Brady's favor? I think there's, I don't, I think the, the, I think that Tampa Bay wins that game just because they're better. I I think they're better too. I think that even if, there's going to be some real shitty pass interference calls just to make sure that it's Mahomes versus Brady in the Super Bowl. Okay, I put Tampa Bay back into the cell. Uh, if Kansas City wins and moves on, um, then we decide we, we'll, we would tie in the Super Bowl if we if we both uh, if you beat me there. But um, if so, Kansas City has to win, and then you have to beat me in the Super Bowl to tie. Am I down two? You're down two. Okay. You've been down two. We've t- we've tied the past two weeks, and you've been down two for three weeks. So right now it is 79 to 77 is our total scores. Um, I am at a 67.2 winning percentage. You are at 63.8. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of stats on this Excel spreadsheet. Can, can continue. <laughs> um. Well, that's pretty much it, like the winning, the win-loss records and the winning percentage. Um, but yeah, New Orleans let me down. Had New Orleans won, I would have won the competition. We'd be over now. So the best you could hope for is tie at this point. And then we both get our name in the golden cell. <laughs> <laughs> but if, uh, Kansas, if Buffalo wins, then I won. So yes. I get the golden cell. So I have a, a chance, another chance to close out this week. I really didn't think Green Bay was going to beat the Rams as bad as they did. I thought the Rams defense would make it competitive. I thought they would too, but it wasn't even close. No. I, yeah. And honestly, so like, like I said the same thing about the, the uh, what I said about to you earlier today about the Tampa Bay game. Like As like the week went on, I'm like, oh, Tampa Bay's definitely winning this game. I started to be like, fuck, I can't go back on the Rams pick right now, but that was a really dumb one. <laughs> <laughs> you would have you would have batted a thousand. Um fuck. Uh yeah, Tampa Bay's their receiving core is way too talented. They have really good running backs. Like their offense. Four nets coming on at the coming on in the uh at the right time. Yeah. because Ronald Jones has been hurt. He came back though. He he was running a little bit. Yeah, Fournette was really good. Fournette was Fournette there. was catching the ball in the backfield. He was 
he was he got some fucking jaguar style stats yeah <laughs> uh he had a good game um but the, i mean even if their receivers have a bad game it doesn't really matter like he barely threw to antonio brown doesn't matter you had godwin Edwin, evans and gronk having good games you have cameron braid out there pat, catching the ball so one of these guys every week is going to be like a non-factor just drawing coverage yeah so it does it, but like they they have the best hand they have easily the best hands in the league uh in terms of a receiving core uh kansas city second place but they still have studs like cream hunt and kelsey the other guys are okay but they're those are their two stars uh tampa bay has four at the receiving position so it's not even close yeah i guess you're right the their defense is is not great but good both of theirs uh i would say that uh i'd say both of them qualify having pretty good defenses and really good offenses tampa bay has the better defense and also a more high-powered offense i think the one thing that separates the two is quarterback because i think Mahomes is better than brady i think well, I mean, I also think that Hill's better than any receiver that Tampa Bay has. Yes, I'll agree And with I that. think that Kelsey is just as good as the two options they have. I think Kel- Kelsey is Gronk six years ago. I mean, no one will ever be Gronk six years ago, but yes. For the, I mean, I just mean in terms of, like, Gronk, Gronk now is, is good, but. Gronk six years ago. Gronk six years ago was the was the best tight end that's ever played football. Yes. It's not even close. Yeah, no, uh, that's why I say it. Like Kelsey is like the like, the only person that would even come close is Tony Gonzalez, and Tony Gonzalez couldn't block the way Gronk was a great like an elite blocking tight end and an elite receiver. Yeah, I think Kelsey has better hands than Gronk like did. Like Gronk dropped a few balls in his day. I don't think Kelsey ever drops a ball. But I also think that- I would never say that Gronk had a problem with drops. I think the problem with Gronk is that sometimes he wouldn't catch balls because his catch radius was like absolutely insane. Fair. Also, he was drawing double coverage and getting hit. Yeah, and he was like the only way to tackle him was to take out his knees. Yeah, he was getting hit as he's catching yeah. it. Too, so if so. anyone caught him to tackle him, he was just going to end his season. <laughs> um, but I, I do think Kelsey is very much so the upper echelon he's the best tight end in the league yeah him or kittle yeah i forget about kittle yeah kittle's up there too but they're they're definitely top tier and then everything else under that is next tier like waller's pretty good but he's not as good as they are no um he's more of an aaron hernandez type (laughs) (laughs) as far as football players are concerned like like deandre hopkins (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, but yeah, when we, when we end it there, uh, we, we've said our piece about the old sports. So we both got Tampa Bay and I picked Buffalo, but I'm kind of suspect on it. I probably won't change the pick just because, uh, it keeps you in the game. I'll just, I'll, I'll ride Buffalo. Go Bills. I'm going, I'm Bills. My, I'm going to jump through a table. Yeah. I'll, I'll also want it to be very clear. I'm picking the Chiefs because I think they're going to win. I want Buffalo to win. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just saying, I think the Chiefs. Especially where there's really no money. This is just golden cell pride, which you don't get me wrong. I want. Yeah. But I want 
I want Buffalo to win the Super Bowl. Oh, me too. They're, they're the team. I, I want them to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I don't want that matchup. It's that's why I have it picked, but I don't want that matchup. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you would were gonna take Tampa Bay. I thought you were gonna take Green Bay. I I just think Tampa Bay is. I was hoping you'd come in with the fraud team. The the Packers. No, for uh, T- Tampa Bay, just being calling them frauds. Nah, can't. Tom Brady's got to suck for he's Felger and Maz are, are being like, oh, we're we're on Team Brady. We picked it right. Ha ha. Suck it, all you fucking Belichick fans. And I'm just like, <laughs> was there really like that big of a divide? No, like I think after like week five, I came in on this podcast and was like, you know, the argument between Tom and Bill is really a non-starter because it's obviously the guy playing the, the game. I will say this about sports talk radio and Brady and Belichick. They really, they did that into the ground. That was, that was their Mr. McMahon. Yeah. Like it was just like, it was the greatest thing in wrestling history. And now like, I just can't deal with an evil authority figure ever again. Yeah. Like, I don't care about Brady and Belichick. I don't either, but it, 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 hit, its, it hit its peak. The last time it was acceptable was trade Brady. It was Brady or Garoppolo. That was the last thing. Everything else after that, like, it's just annoying. All right. 2021. Do you trade Tom Brady and for, and keep, uh, fucking Garoppolo as your quarterback? 2021. Yeah. I mean, you can't keep Garoppolo. You just get rid of him. Yeah. I mean, do you, when you, when you, like, what, like, what's the situation? Like, so exact same situation. Exact same situation. So has Garoppolo went to the, gone to the Super Bowl at this point? Okay. Uh, so it, 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 there's two situations. Either it's the exact same situation now and we know how it played out or Garoppolo left, went to the 49ers, went to the Super Bowl and then ended up back at the Patriots. Tom Brady had this run and went back to the Patriots. Yes. Okay. So, so. You have the chance to sign either of the two to come back to the Patriots at this point. Oh, you take Tom Brady. 